Hi, I'm Johnny Reinhardt. And I'm Megan Francis. And you're listening to the Meet the Makers podcast. In this show, we talk to the masters who create beer, wine, and spirits in Southwest Michigan to hear what inspires their craft. It's all part of the Makers Trail. You can learn all about the makers that are part of the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org and plan your route with the map available right at their website, makerstrail.org. And now it's time to meet the makers. We're here at North Pier Brewing Company here in Benton Harbor, and it is right here near the uh, Harbor Shores Golf Course. A great little spot. Uh, Jay uh, Fettig, the owner of North Pier, is joining us. And how's it going? How did this all get started for you? Um, well, it's been been going great. We've uh, we opened May twenty third, so we're, we're about eight months in now. Um, how did it all get started? Uh, I think it was just a combination of loving craft beer, finding the right brewer, and then getting started. Yeah, you've got uh, tons of beers in front of us, and we'll, we'll talk about those in just a little bit. But I uh, didn't realize, because we're recording this uh, about 10 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> that uh, ha- having beer this early, probably not a good idea. It's a it special makes- treat. Is it, I guess, yeah. It's, it's never the wrong time for beer, Like I don't breakfast think. beers. Yeah, I guess that totally works. <laughs> um, but, Jay, you're originally from this area? Uh, yes. Yeah, I grew up here um, uh, about half my childhood. Um, went to school at St. Joe. Um, probably lived here for... 10 years total, moved away for about 10 years, and then now now we're back and enjoying it. So so where was that moment where you just had that epiphany, like, I think I'm going to start a brewery. I think it's going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I know in southwest Michigan there's a lot of, there's a lot of breweries in the area, but I'm going to find my spot, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay ground, and I'm going to start a brewery. Um, I think there's probably, there probably two moments. Uh, one was the uh, I should start a brewery, but it's probably a pipe dream moment, which oh, is closer yeah. to probably five or six years ago at this point. And then there's the, uh, now is the right time and I'm actually going to do it. And that was uh, probably December 2015. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was kind of, there was some pre-planning, but it, I'd say it wasn't real yet. And then that was December 2015 was probably the moment that I actually like sat down. I was like, all right, we're doing this. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then the, uh, it all starts in your brain and you're just like, all right, I want to do this. Now I got to put it on, on paper. And then, uh, actually have a building and then uh, you yourself uh are you a brewer yourself or did you just bring in bring in steve over here um i'm a mediocre home brewer <laughs> i tried you know one day I, I i probably read a book and was like oh maybe i could do this and then i tried it and i realized nope not yeah gonna happen. <laughs> yeah so, exactly uh so there, there was that moment where i was like well I can focus on the business side and then definitely need someone that knows what they're doing from a brewing perspective. Yeah, because it, it is, uh, once like I've talked about before, it is like a mad scientist. You have to know all the science behind it, but uh, you have to be a little crazy because you have to get <laughs> creative with a lot of this stuff because, I mean, there's the basics of all the things that you need, but then there's that other stuff where it's just like, I'm going to grab this, throw that in there, and see if that works, and then maybe there's an explosion, but hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully there's yeah. magic, right? And make sure that it tastes the same every single time. Exactly. Right, yeah. But yeah, that was one of those things where the the more I learned, the more I learned I don't know anything. So I think uh, there's just so much more to it than you think off the service, and then it's just you can go as deep as you want. Yeah, it's it's uh, absolutely love this place. Uh, right across the street from uh, the North Shore Inn, so for people that know Southwest Michigan, they uh, know the North Shore Inn for their burgers. Oh yeah. yeah, some of the best burgers in uh, Southwest Michigan for sure. But right here, uh, kind of tucked right in yeah, tucked inside of the uh, the Harbor Shores Golf Course. Yeah, it's how did cool. you decide to end up here? Like, what is this location? Um, it was kind of interesting. the The two constraints I think I had on on where we were was it wanted to be either in Benton Harbor, or St. Joe, with yeah. probably the preference to be in uh, Benton Harbor, just because uh, 
I don't know. I, I think it's, there's a lot of cool stuff going on, especially with the Arts District. Um, this particular location, um, the first time I saw it, uh, saw it was for sale, was uh, playing the golf course, actually, and mm-hmm. coming down hole 13, seeing a big for sale sign. And um, the fir- my fir- initial thought was, no way. There's no way right. that's big that's enough for a group. <laughs> yeah. um, but then, you know, subsequent weeks, uh, looked at it a little bit more and finally decided to call up the real uh, real estate guy and uh take a little tour and it was actually much bigger than I anticipated. It's uh, just under 5,000 square feet yeah. and um, you know, could start to picture what it could look like and then just ended up pulling the trigger in July 2016. Wow. wow. Yeah, we took a tour of your operation back there and this, you've mm-hmm. made a lot of good use of not a huge space, but yeah. it's like you've got a lot going on back there. Yeah, we definitely, you know, it's enough space to brew and yeah. uh, um, it's kind of nice. Our tap room is a little flexible in the sense that we have a, we have probably more space outside than we do inside, which is perfect for this area because mm-hmm. it's very much a, a tourist town. You know, the yeah. key key time is the summer so we can fit mm-hmm. a lot more people and scale back in the winter. And that's what I love is I love the idea of the, uh, I've seen a few places do it where they have the garage doors and you just mm-hmm. open up the garage yeah. doors, you have a back deck and it just opens the place up, especially in the summertime, not right. only for cooling off the tap room, but uh, just yeah. for a good just backyard kind of, Right out of my garage, kind of feel. It's well, really, that's a lot yeah. of light in in the winter too. Definitely. When you have a yeah, shot, so. that was. Yeah. When we got this place, there was no light at all, and we uh, it was in it was in rough shape. So it's nice yeah. to actually bring the get clean windows and bring the light in here. And so this was a pre-existing building when you guys yep. first got here. Yeah, all the uh, exterior walls are the exact same. Um, okay. Just prettied up a little bit, and then we just essentially uh, remodeled the inside, and um, you know the concrete floor is the exact same was just cleaned up and coated and um so we wanted we wanted definitely wanted to repurpose a building versus just knocking something down and restarting from new what was this building before you know um right before we got it it was yeah. kind of like a motorcycle repair shop okay because it has, um, still has that kind of that feeling to it, which i like it's like yeah yeah but it's been yeah. it's been everything from a gas station to a birdhouse manufacturer to oh. a sheet metal sales office so okay. it's, it's got a long history i i heard a plane crashed into it once. I don't know if that's true or wow. not, but someone someone came in and mentioned that. So, so if walls could talk, it would probably need a beer. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, a, a, lot, a story to it. So that's yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love this place when you walk in. You even got a skylight. Yep. Yeah, that that's, was. We did add that. That was okay. Uh, Part of that bringing light in. Here, that wasn't so. from the plane crash. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the story though. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's what you can start it with. Yeah. Right. Um, no, so I gotta ask you guys. Uh, Southwest Michigan seems to be in like the past, just last, like last five years, just mm-hmm. has exploded as far as craft uh, craft brewers. I mean, it seems like everywhere you go, there seems to be one. Why do you guys think that that's that's just been kind of exploding like that, Steve? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I actually decided I kind of wanted to work out here and be in this area before I met up with Jay. I was kind of looking around. Uh, I just kind of saw what was going on and saw that there's a huge explosion of craft beer and uh, tons of people coming over from Chicago, which is yeah. where I was originally from, the suburbs outside of Chicago. Um, really love coming out this way, checking out the uh, breweries, and it seemed like every year, every summer, there was a couple more opening up, and I kind of saw what was going on, um, realized it was going to be kind of a cool spot to be. Um, I think it has a lot to do with just uh, you know there's a lot of hops grown out here now so right. that's attracting more people it's a lot more interesting um, people really just love to spend money in their own communities in Michigan it's mm. super important to them so I think that that's another aspect of it so one of the challenges must be like differentiating yourself because there are so many breweries so how do you think that you're doing that here 
Uh, well, so we actually focus mostly on Belgian and European-influenced beers. Okay. Uh, so we do a lot of hybrids, such as like this Buck Rider here, which is uh, American hops with Belgian yeast, kind of. So it's sort of a hybrid okay. beer. Uh, we call it a Belgian IPA, but that's not actually a real style. Uh, <laughs> it's sort of something that you kind of you have to bend you those guidelines a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but most of our beers, you know, do focus on being mostly Belgian styles. So they're really expressive with the yeasts that we use. Uh, we pick and choose them specifically based on the style of beer we're going for. Now, your schooling uh, is based out of the, you. You went to the UK to get some schooling for yeah. for being a brewer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, actually, while I was in the UK, I did have the opportunity to travel through Belgium, and that's kind of what sparked it a little bit. Uh, during the course that I was taking. We were brewing every single week, and um, I kind of shifted from brewing a lot of, like, porters and stouts. Yeah. And then as soon as I came back from Belgium, everything just suddenly started brewing Belgian beers. Started with Belgian Golden Strong. Um, that's actually sort of the recipe for the Conjurer. It's been tweaked quite a bit. Um, but that's kind of where it all started. Was... I'm just going to go ahead and start drinking my yeah, flight. Because you yeah, <laughs> you've got a flight. It's probably 1030 now, so it's, yeah, uh, it's drinking time. Right? How, how many beers do you guys usually have on tap on a, on a regular basis? Um, we we start with six, but our goal's always been to have 12 beers on tap. Six that will uh, stay all the time. These four that you have will be on all the time. And then we have the leeway to uh, rotate out the other six, just kind of what we want to brew or so I'm drinking the Conjurer right now, and I have to say, if you're listening and you like um, light beers, you're looking for a starter, <laughs> starter craft beer, this would be a good one. It's really easy, yeah, easy drinking. And that's the one that's almost 9%, so it's... Oh, crap. It drinks... It, 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 <laughs> that's a great thing. It drinks really easy, <laughs> drinks but... easy. Maybe a little too easy, you got to huh? be a little careful, because you could you crush, like, four of those, and then it's, it might It's conjuring like, something. Yeah, conjuring yeah exactly. Something. Yeah. That's, that's part of the um, name, so... So this is, uh, this is your stout. What, what is this? What, is, what do you call this? Um, so that's it's our actual London Porter. Oh, the London um, Porter. So, ah, yeah. Um, that's Old Chuck. Um, I'll, I'll let Steve talk a little more about. The yeah, London what is Porter, Old though. Chuck? Who, who is Old Chuck? Well, what's his story? I, the Old Chuck is. Uh, it's like all of the names for our yeah. beers are based on folklore from the region that the the actual beer came from. Oh, um, so this is a London style porter. So Old Chuck was a. Um, a demon dog. Yeah. That oh. Roamed the countryside. Whoa. So, other names like. Uh, like the Led Zeppelin song Black Dog is the yeah, same yeah, yeah, yeah. same concept different name so uh, but yeah everything's kind of based on the folklore legends from the area so oh, it's neat. kind of fun fun and a bit challenging trying to come up with new <laughs> new names see that, that is the uh, the cool thing honestly I love uh, breweries I love the uh, not only the name of like when the, the brewery itself but the names of beers are what really draw me to uh, really just like when I look at a beer list like I'm looking at right now mm-hmm. I mean I go just off the name. I mean, yeah. usually I'll go by yeah. the style, but I, my style of beers that I like it ranges from, you know, IPA to just about anything. Mm. And I, I just go off the name. If yeah. I've never been to a place, I just look at the name and say, yep, I think I'll have a Harry Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, well, never... First, it starts with it's got to taste good, but yeah. two, it's got to exactly. sound good. Exactly. Right. 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 I mean, that, is, that is a key <laughs> element to, uh, to naming a beer, and uh, for, especially when somebody's walking in here. Uh, to have one of these beers um, for somebody that say walks in here and you know maybe some friends brought them in and they they are typically a uh, kind of like an American Pilsner kind of drinker what would you start them off with to kind of pull them towards the uh, I guess the the craft beer side uh, so I would like to start them out with a flight basically like this uh, especially if they're not really sure what kind of craft beers they're really into if they haven't really dabbled much and all they drink is Bud Light. Um, there's going to be a lot of different flavors that they're probably not used to in beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to start them off with a simple flight like this. So I'm like the Conjurer. It's very light-bodied, easy-drinking beer. Um, 
even though it is higher in alcohol, it still ends up being a pretty approachable beer. Um, and that's kind of more yeast expressive. Um, so if they like something like that, then, you know, we can point them in the right direction with some other beers that they might like. Um, they like the Buck Rider, you know, that's going to be a little more on the bitter side uh, because it is still based off an American IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not totally going to rip your taste buds off with bitterness, right. you know, it's still kind of middle of the road. Uh, but it has a lot of fruity characters coming from the hops, so some people kind of go that way with it. Uh, they tend to be more hop heads, and, you know, they enjoy <laughs> the aggressive bitterness, and they like the really floral American hops uh, fruitiness to it. Um, and some people really like the old shuck, so, I mean, that's a, a good way. People like coffee. Uh, the old Shuck's kind of a coffee, chocolate notes, and undertones, so it's, it's a pretty neat way to get people engaged in beer as well. Definitely. And then the Freya, that's another light beer that's, yeah. um, you know, got a lot of different spices in there. Yeah, um, I'm drinking this now. I'm really picking up on, you say coriander yep, in here? Yeah. Coriander, orange peel, and chamomile. Mm. Whoa. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's like kinda, a cup of tea, except uh, but better. it's got alcohol exactly. in it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of different ways it could go for different people. Uh, there's exactly. no one specific style that I think is going to attract somebody to craft beer. Um, people just got to find what their palate likes. So it's a sometimes surprising to see people go straight for the old shuck just because a lot of people drink with their eyes right um, and a lot of people see a, a, a dark beer and they just assume that it's going to be you know really heavy bodied or really heavy alcohol or just too aggressive for them but you know old shucks a really light easy drinking beer so you know if you drink coffee every morning and probably be a big fan of uh, old shuck which surprises people and then you know they end up being hooked on it so I, I will say this this is my favorite porter i've ever had Thank you. Awesome. I, and I've had a few porters, especially not only around the area, but also uh, all the national places. But, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so when we designed that beer, um, we didn't want to go with an American porter, which is normally going to be a little bit bigger bodied. It's going to be a little higher in the bitterness and be a lot more hop forward. Uh, originally, porters were designed to be like the working man's drink in London. Yeah. And uh, kind of wanted to get back to that, something you could get off of work and drink a couple of. And, you know, it's not too high in alcohol. It only clocks in at about 5%. Um, but still kind of got a real medium body to it, so it's not going to be a very heavy-bodied beer. It's just very easy drinking. Yeah, I really like it, definitely. Um, yeah, this is just and this I is love, great. I love the idea of doing a flight, because then if you're kind of, uh, you're not sure you want to order a whole pint or something of something you haven't tried before, Mm-hmm. Just get a Definitely. little taste of each. I'm liking everything I've got in front of me here. And that's what that's what I love is that you know you have some of these that have like coriander and chamomile, and it's like, you know, like I said that the brewer is like a mad scientist, but it's almost like you're like a chef too because you're pulling in like a lot of those almost what you would find in most foods or, or other things, and uh, just kind of tossing it in and seeing what happens. Yeah, and that's another thing we sort of talked about with uh, focusing on Belgian styles. Um, obviously, not everything we do is Belgian. Uh, but there's a lot of different styles, and a lot of those styles are extremely flexible in the way that you could brew them. Uh, so that gave us a lot of freedom to kind of create whatever we wanted to make um, and kind of tweak any recipe uh, to kind of fit the profile that we're looking for. So yeah. you get a lot of freedom there. And speaking of food, um, I noticed when you gave me a tour, I don't see, I don't see a kitchen for food. <laughs> so uh, what do you guys do as far as if somebody comes in here and they want to they bite to eat it with their beer? Yeah, um, so we, you're right, we do not have a kitchen, and we have no intention of building the you kitchen. You do beer. But, but right? Because we do beer. <laughs> yeah. um, I've noticed but, that's, that's, that seems to be a trend with, with yeah. some of these yeah. places that are popping up. And it's especially, I mean, outside of Michigan, even, I'd say, like, it's it's much more popular. You go to Chicago or Portland or anywhere yeah. like that. Most breweries don't have kitchens. Right. Um, but what we're doing, because food is important, um, you know, this past summer we did a lot, we tried to do a lot of food trucks, and right. that was always very popular. Um, one thing that we're going to do this summer, though, uh, probably starting sometime in the spring is 
um, work with North Shore Inn, which is, as you mentioned, across the street, and have them basically have a setup in the brewery um, Fridays and Saturdays. Um, you know, they're slammed both those days, so that's a good way to get food over here without interfering with their kitchen. Um, and then, you know, on a regular basis, though, we do work with them closely. So, uh, you know, everyone knows that they have some of the best burgers in uh, the area. So yeah. if you come in, you can place an order and uh, we'll work to get it to you so that you don't have to get up yourself or do a to-go order. So it's kind of neat to have a restaurant so close. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, we're, we've ever since we even started, we just started working closely with them. Um, Alternatively, you're always all welcome to bring in your own food, too. So you get but, the restaurant experience, yeah. but you don't have, you know, you can kind of have some right. choice around We don't that. have, yeah. yeah. So yep. it takes a lot of the onus cool. off of us, I that's, guess. That's really cool. I love that collaboration, with, especially with somebody across the street and then you, with the food trucks and all that. Mm-hmm. Now, on the, uh, on the beer side, are you guys doing um, any collaborations with any wineries or distilleries or other breweries in the area with, when it comes to stuff? Um, it's a hard question. Technically, yes, we've talked about it a million times, okay, yeah. but uh, actually getting some on the schedule uh, seems to be um, yeah. Yeah, a little tougher than it is uh, than it seems. But I've know? noticed yeah. you are starting to put some of your uh, beers in either uh, in barrels from uh, Journeyman Distillery mm-hmm. oh, sure. for one and uh, oh, yeah. some other things like that. So that, that to me is really cool because, I mean, like it is a science experiment, like, oh, this was used for this. Let's see when we put our beer in there, what, what's going to happen? And it's pretty cool. Yeah, and definitely, you know, experimenting with barrels and journey was great. Got us some awesome barrels to play with. Um, we also have a beer on right now that uh, it's called Aster Bloom. We did a collaboration with a local farm. Um, so they actually, they're, oh, cool. they're, they have a wood fire pizza truck and we had them all summer and got to talking and they do a, all, they do a sustainable farming and yeah. have a farm out in Coloma. So we, we ended up going out there getting um, locally harvest honey that they have their honeybees get and, um, and we also used uh, what's called sunchokes. I'd never heard of them before oh, yeah. this project. Yeah. Um, but it's that? essentially the, the root of the aster yeah. flower, which oh. is why it's called aster bloom. Um, but, yeah, it was a cool. We went out to the farm. We uh, pit fire roasted the sunchokes overnight, got the local honey, and then created beer out of it. So it was a neat little uh, collaboration um, with this uh, with uh, hearth and market so that's um, really cool we're probably we're looking to do more of those types of collaborations and have you know we've talked about other ideas with them too so it's kind of a cool industry that like you're able to work with a lot of other different people either within our own industry or even exactly. you know outside of it so yeah, you guys do a lot of the events like i think i the first time i had a north pier beer was at the beer fest last summer down in uh yep. the beach in st joe yeah so, yep. we are at the music yeah. microbrews and uh just at the guys, winter st joe winter beer fest yeah. so definitely try to get out there and try to get people to just try out our beer try it out yeah yeah there's a lot of cool stuff and uh you guys do all kinds of events i mean a little while back you just had the uh super bowl party yep uh for the big game you watched uh the watch the game from here because you got really cool tvs yeah and luckily it was actually sort of nice out so we had people outside on the deck in february which was kind of crazy That's that fun. is pretty cool yeah, uh, so. This place, this place is awesome, and I, I love all of these great beers. I love uh, all the names. Um, you guys have like a room that I can just like stay in, and <laughs> can we just yeah, like, we have, spend the day. I mean, we don't gotta go back to work, right, Johnny? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, but if you are uh, gonna be around the Southwest Michigan area, you should definitely plan your trip uh, just by going to makerstrail.org and make a stop here at North Pier Brewing Company in Benton Harbor, right by the uh, North Shore Inn and right by the Harbor Shores Golf Club. Meet the Makers is brought to you by the Makers Trail. You can follow the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org. Taste their art along the trail and bring home your favorites. And please remember to travel safely. 